0: Amen. And amen. Amen. I am excited to see what God has already done in your life and what he's about to do in every circumstance, every situation. We come to the Lord with faith today. We are not going to be walking with fear and doubt and trembling. No, we stand on the promises of God's word that he is with us and that he is for us. Amen. Right now, can you give God praise right where you are and believe God for great things? Oh God, we thank you. We praise you. We celebrate your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your power being made demonstrated in our life right now in the a mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. I'm believing God for great things, that his power and his spirit is going to transform us today in a mighty way. Amen. You know, what's crazy right now is we're all facing times that really are very We can rest assured, though, that nothing, absolutely nothing, is impossible for the Lord. And in fact, nothing surprises him. Would we agree on that point? I think it's also safe to say that, with all the craziness we're facing right now, that we can rest assured that there will be some hilarious memes that are created during this season for us to see and these memes are meant to get us through each day with just a little bit of humor and it really is a great coping mechanism to laugh your way through all of these difficult times in fact it's a strategy it's something that i use uh, quite frankly a strategy i use as well i saw a meme the other day it said this mom said this to me, if I did not straighten up, that she would knock me clear into next week. I guess the question is, how hard of a hit would it take for me to wake up next year, right? That sounds like, well, not that bad of a deal right now. Am I right? I mean, let's face it, it's kind of crazy. But all kidding aside, I'm sure most of us wish that we could simply wake up into a different situation. The reason the meme is pretty funny is that, well, it's kind of true. When life gets tough and it's been pretty tough, Lately, when life is tough, especially for a prolonged period of time, we just want to press pause, right? We hope that, you know, when we finally press play again on that cassette recorder, on that cassette tape Walkman, everything's going to be normal. Everything's going to be all right once more. I want you to know one thing that is very important today, that we can have peace in the middle of uncertainty. Do you believe that God is with us, that God is for us? Amen? This toxic atmosphere of worry and dread. It doesn't have to overwhelm us today. Instead, I'm calling us to use this season to find our strength in Jesus Christ, find our strength in the Lord God Almighty. This disruption, it's really sounded a wake-up call on how we live as Christians in a hurting and fallen world. I want to serve notice today to the world to our community at large, that Jesus Christ is for you. Jesus Christ is with us, and he's going to be able to help us in the midst of turmoil. He will help us find the strength and the courage needed to live our lives as an overcomer. Oh, I want to receive that right now. I want to live as an overcomer, amen. I want to believe that God is with me according to the promises of God, that he is with us and that he is for us, amen, amen. Amen. The church is supposed to reflect heaven here on earth. We're called to be light in these dark times. We're called to be salt that is influencing others around us. We're called to love others. In fact, our love for others ought to be more contagious than our opinions and our feelings. Our love for others ought to be more contagious than The opinions and feelings that we have for life right now. I want to encourage you to be a person of great faith. Be a woman of God, a man of God, a child of God today. Believe that God is with us and for us. Be courageous. Focus on Jesus Christ in times of uncertainty. Focus on his purpose. Focus on God's plan for your life. Amen. You know, it's really easy to be the church when everything's going right, amen? It's easy when things are just, you know, hunky-dory, everything's just fine. It's so easy at that moment to simply be the church during smooth seasons of life. But now is the time that the world needs to see the church as his light, as his love in the middle of our mess, in the middle of our chaos. The Lord God is able to speak peace in the midst of your storm today. Amen. He's calling us to courageously face our fears, courageously face our doubts, to cast our cares upon him. Why? Because Jesus Christ cares for you. Jesus Christ cares for me. In the gospel of Mark, we see Jesus feeding the 5,000. And the very next verse tells us that Jesus sent the disciples in a boat to cross over the sea. But then a storm begins to brew and they're fearful about making it to the other side. They were literally in the middle of the sea in a no way win scenario. There was no way in which they could win in this scenario. Mark chapter 6, beginning at verse 45, it reads this way. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethesda while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up to a mountainside to pray. Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them walking on the lake. He was about to pass them by, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately, I love it about that passage right there, that moment. Immediately, he spoke to them and said, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Amen. I want to tell someone, take courage. Jesus is with us. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them. The wind died down and they were completely amazed. Amen. For a few brief moments today, we're going to talk about this thought. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. So what are you afraid of when you think about that for a moment? What question comes to mind? You know, the things, the thoughts, the intents, the imagery that comes to mind when we think about, what am I personally afraid of? As a child, we might answer this question quite differently than as we would as an adult, right? As a child, perhaps it was a character from a book, or a character from a comic, or something of that nature. Maybe it was the Joker from Batman, or Red Skull from Captain America. Maybe you're afraid of heights, like me. You know, it's a little easier when you can simply avoid things that you're afraid of, right? It's a little easier when that is the case. You know, don't read that comic book, or don't get on that very high scaffolding, because you're afraid of these things. But when you can't avoid those things. When God himself is calling us to face our fears, that is a completely different scenario. I like to try to put myself in someone else's shoes when I read about them. In this instance, I'm trying to think about the emotional roller coaster that the disciples faced. From the miraculous feeding of 5,000, a mountaintop experience for sure, to a storm raging all around them. Sounds familiar. Storms, well, they often take us by surprise, especially when life had been good up to a point. Maybe that's how some of us have felt about 2020. Like this rug has been ripped out from under us. And now we're called to get out of the boats, out of the comfort and safety that we might feel and walk on uncharted waters that are before us. Jesus sent his friends across the sea when the storm winds were coming. Was the storm a surprise to Jesus? Absolutely not. The storm proved his power in their lives and it showed up Exactly when it was supposed to show up. And it showed to them exactly who Jesus was. Now, place yourself into the shoes of the disciples for a moment. They're feeling fearful, right? I mean, probably a little on edge at this point. Then all of a sudden they see this unexplainable phenomenon happen. Something amazing, couldn't describe except to say this must be a ghost. And then Jesus cries out, he yells out to them, Take courage, it is I, be not afraid. Amen. Those ought to be words that we hang on to today. Take courage, it is I, be not afraid. Jesus is with us and Jesus is for us. In one phrase, Jesus encourages them. He sets their fears to rest and he reassures the disciples. Now, Peter, he boldly says, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus says, come on. Then Jesus gets out of the boat. He walks on water and he comes to Jesus. I want to encourage someone today to get your eyes off your circumstances. Get your eyes off the issues and the problems that are right before you and trust the water walker today. Trust in Jesus Christ. Trust in the power of his divine plan for your life and trust that God's going to see you through right now. Amen. Why? Because Jesus comes in the middle of our storms. He comes to us in our storms today. Can I tell you, that Jesus is ready to receive your confusion. He's ready to receive our worry, our doubt today. He's ready to trade our sorrow for joy today. He's about to demonstrate a turnaround miracle in our lives. Amen. Peter leaves the boat when he finally discovers it's Jesus. And for just a little while, just a moment... Peter is walking on the water. Amen. He does the impossible. But then things change. He takes his eyes for just a moment off of Jesus. And he begins to focus on the storm. He begins to focus on the things that are all around him. He gets out of the boat. First, his focus was on Jesus, right? Then he shifts His focus from the source of his power to the problems that were surrounding him at the moment. Will we get distracted from Jesus, our source of power today? Will we get distracted by the problems and the issues that we are experiencing and seeing right in front of our eyes and get our eyes off of Jesus you see, dra- distractions can come in two forms the obvious and the subtle. Peter gets distracted by really all the obvious stuff. Thunder, I mean, it's booming, right? The lightning's crackling, the wind's whipping, the waves are pounding. There's a storm going on all around Peter. It's easy to see, really, why he gets so distracted. I mean, he's afraid just a few moments ago, he's hiding in the boat from the storm. And now he is vulnerable because he's in the middle of the storm. We get scared by the things that look like they're going to overtake us. Can we be honest enough to look around right now and see there are so many things that are out of our control, right? There's so many things out there, I have absolutely no idea how I'm going to fix or solve issues, problems, questions that I have. There's no way in which I can find a solution in my own strength. However, Jesus, just as he knew about the storm winds, he's already shown up and he's about to do an amazing work in your life and in your situations. Jesus knew that the storm winds were going to blow on the boat. He knew that 2020, what was it going to hold for us, what it would hold for his church, his people. And I want to tell you something today that Jesus Christ is with you. Jesus Christ is for you and he's waiting on the water and he's going to beg us to come and take a step of faith today and trust in his divine power and plan for our life. Amen. He's already prepared a way out where there seems to be no way today. And so I'm declaring that we must trust in him, trust in his power, trust in him as the source of our strength right now. Amen. We can become so distracted by everything that's around us. And like Peter, we can lose sight of Jesus. Problems, turmoils, they're here. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do with all the things that we're seeing and experiencing? Will we be distracted by everything else or can we learn to place our eyes upon Jesus, fix our gaze upon the Lord in the midst of these uncertain times? Can we learn to trust in Jesus to see us through? Amen. That's my desire today, to trust in the Lord, trust in his power, trust in his might, trust in his promises to be with us no matter what i'm experiencing today greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world my faith and my trust belongs to him i believe in his power his grace and mercy to be demonstrated in my life right now. Amen. Amen. If that is your desire today, would you just begin to praise him and thank him for that? Oh God, we thank you. We believe in your power and in your presence being demonstrated in our life right now. We're learning to trust in you as the source of our strength and fix our eyes upon you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, I went to go start my car. Well, guess what? I turned the key. Absolutely nothing, Happened. I thought, well, it's a dead battery or something. Maybe I'm going to have to go through all the trouble and get a brand new battery for this car. That's what I was thinking would be the case. I discovered, though, after a few moments of troubleshooting with a few other folks, that in fact, my battery terminal cable had a whole bunch of buildup on it and it had lost connection. It had come loose. And so once a tight connection was re-established, hey, my little Toyota, it turned on and worked just fine. It was perfectly fine. When we choose to focus on problems, that's the moment that issues can arise, right? Once I established and re-established that tight connection to the source of its power, the source of its turnability for that motor to crank, that's the moment my car began to work just fine. When we focus in the spiritual realm on our issues, our problems, rather than the problem solver, that's the moment that we can lose focus. We can lose connection with the source of our power, Jesus Christ, because Jesus is the power that is greater than any issue or problem that we face today. When our problems distract us from Jesus, we turn from the greater power to a lesser power. Amen? We turn from the greatest power to a lesser power. John writes in 1 John chapter 4 and 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in you the world. Amen. And so if we focus on the problem, then we will lose sight of the one that is greater than anything. You know, we can also not only get distracted by the obvious things, but we can also get distracted by the subtle things, the little things, the little spot foxes, right, that spoil the vine. Small problems, but oftentimes these small problems do demand time and certainly can demand attention. We must remember that we are Christians first, amen? Turn to your neighbor and tell them, hey, I'm a Christian first. I'm a citizen of heaven first, amen? And then I'm a citizen of this world. I'm a citizen of this country, secondly. Not firstly, that's not my primary citizenship. My citizenship is of a heavenly realm today. And so I don't have to respond to problems the way that people who don't know Jesus respond to them. We're called to live in a way that brings glory to God. Amen. We're called to live in a way that brings Jesus to others in a way that we are sharing his love and his compassion with a hurting world. This is so that he can show up in the middle of their storms, just as he has shown up in the middle of our storms. Amen. 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 The Amplified Bible shares in Mark chapter 6 and verse 50. For they all saw him and were shaken and terrified. But he immediately spoke with them and said, Take courage. It is I. I am. Stop being afraid. Then he got into the boat with them. The wind ceased as if it exhausted. It was exhausted by its own activity. And they were completely overwhelmed because they had not understood the miracle of the loaves, how it revealed the power and deity of Jesus. But in fact, their heart was hardened, being oblivious and indifferent to his amazing works. Wow, what a passage to be read. So when Jesus says, it is I... He is actually declaring his deity as the great I am. He is saying, I am that I am. He's identifying himself as the one who can walk on water and cause the storm to cease today. The great I am of the Old Testament showed up in the middle of this storm. He revealed himself so that the disciples would no longer be afraid. When Peter got into the boat, the disciples worshiped Jesus. They knew he was God manifest in the flesh. We get the feeling that this worship of him was different. Amazingly, this is not a first time event for the disciples. Earlier in Matthew chapter 8, the disciples are in a boat. A storm arises, comes up very quickly. The storm was so bad they thought that they were going to die. Sound kind of familiar? Only instead of walking on water, Jesus was sleeping in the boat. He was asleep in the boat. So the disciples, they have to wake up Jesus. And then that's the moment that he speaks to the winds and the waves and the storms cease. The storms calms. The disciples, well, man, they're amazed, right? They're looking at one another, man. Who is this Jesus? What what just happened? What kind of a man is this that the winds and the waves obey him? Compare that with what they confess here. Now they say that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. How do you get from what kind of man is this to you are the Christ, the son of the living God? Something happened. This experience, it opened their eyes, it opened their minds to the power and ability of Jesus Christ. Before this encounter, they think of him as an amazing rabbi, prophet, or amazing man. But now the disciples see him as Messiah, as the son of God, Today, I'm calling us, I'm calling us to focus our eyes upon the Lord, fix our attention upon Jesus in the midst of our stormy life, in the midst of the storms that are blowing all around us. Get our eyes off our problems and get our eyes upon Jesus. Get out of the boat because he's calling us and he's about to allow us to walk on water. A supernatural miracle is right around the corner. Would you receive that with me right now that Jesus Christ is able to call us upon the water and he's able to do the miraculous, the supernatural right now? Oh, I receive it right now. I believe it in the power of Jesus name. Amen. 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 When we get out of the boat, when he is calling us, can we know this one thing? Don't get distracted from your purpose. Do not get distracted from your purpose. We must never allow the problems of this world to distract us from the source of our power today. We can't allow fear and dread to distract us, to set into our minds, set into our hearts, somehow cause us to blow over, forget who Jesus is that he is truly the water walker. He truly is Messiah, Savior, Redeemer today. Amen. Jesus Christ is able to do an amazing work in our life right here and right now. And so we can't allow this fear or dread to grip us today, to captivate our purpose today. So how can we see Jesus for who he really is? Living a way that fulfills his mission. For our life. How do we move from seeing Jesus as just a great man to the one who can change our lives forever? I believe Jesus wants to transform us right now. He wants to transform every one of us right here and right now. The only way that we can be transformed in His image, the only way in which we can truly not be distracted from. His purpose for our life, we've got to learn to spend time with Jesus. We've got to spend time with the Master. Our relationship with Jesus can no longer be confined to a place but a posture. We must have a certain posture, a posture that says, I will worship him as my Lord and Savior today. I will live for him. I will do everything in my power to please him with my words, my thoughts, and my actions. I desire to live for him with everything within me. Now, that sounds simple to say, but sometimes it's the most obvious thing that we fail to see, right? The most obvious things right in front of you. That's oftentimes the hardest thing. Sometimes the most obvious thing, we kind of neglect it. We just don't do it. To know Jesus, quite frankly, all we have to do is spend more time with Jesus. If we really want to know the Lord, read his word, read the book, read the good news, read the Bible, and allow those words to saturate our heart and lives. When we're truly connected to Jesus, we will live out our divine purpose as a natural outflow because his spirit is living inside of us and his spirit is guiding us every single day. It's a natural outflow of his spirit. The greatest disservice we can do ourselves and our world today is to rely on the arm of the flesh, to rely on our own strength, to lose our purpose, as his ambassadors, to be consumed by our own desires, be consumed by our own fears, be consumed by our own insecurities. We trust our skills. I mean, we like to think, at least we do, we like to think that we will be able to lean on our own intellect, our money, our position, our connections. We often do so rather than lean upon our main connection, and that is with Jesus Christ today. We need to have the Lord as the source and center of our life. Why is it that that's the case? Why do we trust possessions and power, prestige and fame, money, position? Why do we do that? Because we trust in ourselves. And when we do so, we have nothing to share with anyone else. When we trust in our own security how is that different from the world? When we trust in our own strength, how is that different from the world that is outside the four walls of your home today? How is it that we don't have anything to offer? Well, it's because we aren't connected to the source of our strength today, Jesus Christ. How is it that we have anything to offer at all? Well, if we're not offering Jesus, are we really offering anything of eternal value. Sometimes Jesus does not remove the problems in life, but he shows up and he walks with us through the darkest of valleys. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for thou, Lord, art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me today. Amen. I must trust in Jesus through the dark valleys of this life. Amen. Amen. Can I tell someone today, please hear me. If there's one thing you get out of this message, please hear this. Do not be afraid of the circumstance you find yourself in today. Why? Because Jesus Christ has come. Don't be afraid. Take courage. It is I. Be not afraid. That's what Jesus declared to the disciples. And can I echo that same sentiment today? Take courage. It is he. Be not afraid. He is with you and he is for you. That's when trust can come into our life. We begin to trust in his power, his divine plan for our life. And our faith begins to rise. Why? Because we placed our faith in him and our eyes are fixed upon our Messiah today. Amen. Our life must be built on Jesus Christ alone. Not Jesus and something else. Not Jesus and somebody else, all right? Nothing nothing like that. We've got to realize that when we have Jesus, we have everything that we need for this world. Amen. And we must learn to trust in him. We must learn to trust in His plan, trust in His purpose as it begins to unfold in our life. It won't matter if the storm rages or if the lightning flashes. All that we ma- will matter, all that will matter, is that Jesus Christ is with you. That Jesus Christ is with me today. Amen. Don't doubt the Lord's ability today. Don't doubt His direction for your life. Don't give in to the anger. Don't give in to the rage that surrounds us today. Don't give in to the chaos that we see in the world around us. Trust in Jesus, for he is the author. He is the finisher of our faith today. Live out your divine destiny to share this blessed hope with every person that you encounter on a daily basis. Amen. Amen. It's impossible to come into the presence of Jesus and leave the same way in which you came. And so today, as we wrap up this message, I believe God is trying to transform us. God is trying to change us. God is trying to stir us today. This is what happened with the disciples. They came into the presence of Of the I AM. They came into the presence of Jesus Christ and they saw Jesus do incredible things. Today we're called to grow in the Lord. Today we're called to focus on him, to trust in Jesus Christ alone. So take courage today, my brother, my sister. Do not be afraid, young man, young woman of God. Trust in his might. Trust in his power. Trust in his divine plan and direction to unfold in your life. Why? Because Jesus Christ has come. So take courage and be not afraid. Amen. Jesus shows up in the storm. And so when we keep our focus, on him. We won't miss out on his mission for our life. Amen. Our faith will be made whole when we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus Christ. He has power over all things today. Is there anything that Jesus cannot do? No, he is with you. He is for you. Jesus loves you today. He loved you enough to lay down his life. He loved you enough to become our substitute on Calvary. He paid the ultimate price on Calvary for your sin and my sin so that we might have eternal life through him. And so we're called to keep our focus on him, focus on his spirit, his plan, his purpose, his love for us. And in doing so, our faith will be made whole. Our faith will become stronger. Our problems distracting you from the source of your power and strength today. The doubts nag at you and keep you from learning to trust in Jesus Christ. Whatever it is, the one who is greater than the fear today, greater than our problems today and doubts, that Jesus is in This place today. He is right where you are right now. He knows your concerns, your problems, your issues. He knows exactly what you're thinking about in the middle of the night your worries, your doubts, your anxiety, your fears. He knows exactly where you are right now. And Jesus is waiting for you to believe in Him and risk it all. Amen. We're going to pray and like each of us to search our hearts to say, God, I just want your will to occur. So can we right now where we are begin to close our eyes, raise our hands to the Lord Almighty. Let's begin to talk to him right now. Heavenly Father, right now, Lord, you see every individual, every circumstance, every problem that we're going through right now. And Lord, you are able to do all things. And today, God, we place our faith in you. Today, God, we place our trust in you. We trust in you, God, to be the one to be with us in the middle of our problem. We know that you're able to do all things. And so we trust in your ability. Lord, shine in us. Make us, Lord, more like you. Transform us from the inside out, God. Remove fear and doubt right now. Do what only you can do in our hearts, in our lives. We surrender our all to you, our everything. We sacrifice our everything. We pour it out on the altar, and we want to turn our problems and our worries and our fears over to you, God. Make us like you. Make us in your image, God. We surrender our all to you right now. We want to walk, Lord, according to your will, according to your word. Lord, we desire to please you with our decisions, and choices and our actions we refuse to follow our path any longer. In the mighty name of Jesus, speak life, speak hope, encouragement right now. Lord, you are the source of our strength. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I believe God heard our prayer right now and God is ministering to you right where you are. So whatever the circumstances are, fix your eyes not upon the issue or the problem or the stressor, but fix your eyes upon Jesus. Turn to Him in the middle of your darkest hour. And I believe God is going to see you through. God is going to encourage you right now. Amen. 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 If you surrendered your life to Jesus, would you let us know? Would you go to our website? Please fill out a Connect card. Let us know how we can pray for you. If you'd like to be part of a Bible study, if you'd like to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins, if you'd like to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, evidence with speaking in tongues, we've got folks that will pray with you and for you. We believe that God is going to be Saturating your heart and saturating your life with His promises and His word right now. His blessing, Lord Jesus, is going to be upon you right now. So, would you claim that with me? Would you receive that with me? Would you let us know how we can support you in this process? Amen. We're going to worship the Lord together right now. And so, why don't you declare that you have faith today? Amen. You are going to be courageous today. You're not going to fear any longer. You're going to release all your doubts and fears to Him right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. You don't have to be afraid anymore. You don't have to face the storm alone. Why? Take courage because Jesus is here. Take courage because Jesus has shown up in the middle of your problems today. Amen. Fix your eyes upon the source of our strength today. Jesus Christ, our Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen.